This podcast may contain strong language and adult themes, which may not be suitable for all audiences. Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Previously on Lakeshore and Limbo. After waking up in the Egyptian tomb of Rick Ryder's nightmare, our investigators learned they would need to confront their greatest fears. Rick Ryder's fears were a mummy and his sister. The mummy accepted Rick's apology for destroying his temple, and his sister accepted a punch to the face. Melody investigations passed through a door into Sassy's nightmare. A vacuum cleaner, which once they surrendered themselves to, brought the cat burglar face to face with Dr. Lancaster. And now... The sun sets over the second city. Graves yawn and shadows stretch as the night comes awake. And you're on a strange corner of Chicago where mysteries gather at Lakeshore and Limbo. No, no, no. I have a question. <laughs> Sassy, would, have you told Vince enough about your past that I could figure out who this is? At this point, I think so. I think it all came out in the um, great so, the adventure specific to me great. <laughs> in my origin. Pause so, off. Yeah. Pause so, off. Uh, if you haven't heard, go listen so, to it. Uh, Vince, you know, has been very like rational. Like, oh, Tom, confront da da da. When Vince realizes who this is, Vince is going to try and punch him in the face. <laughs> sure. So you walk, you walk towards him. And he says, do we have a volunteer? And then you just like wind up and roll a D6. And I just basically say like living things are not your playthings. Oh, that's a three. <laughs> Boy, I'm rolling bad. But then again, Vince is very bad. At uh, he moves out of the way of your punch. And uh, he says... Oh, well, if living things aren't my playthings, then they must need to be my experiments. No. And he attempts to grab you. Uh, um, oh, roll to see if you can kind of get out of his grasp. Oh, that's a one. <laughs> <laughs> um, he grabs you and the bag that you that you all are in starts to kind of like contort into a room. <laughs> And he starts pulling um, Vince towards these two lead boxes. Sassy, look, I know I could solve this by punching someone out. I've got plenty of food points, and it only costs me one, uh, metaphorically speaking. But I think, I think if you're going to save your friend, you're going to need to confront this. I feel like my, if this is a dream, my punch might go right through this guy. It's got to be you. So Sassy's not even listening to him. What? Come on, <laughs> she just <someone> sees <laughs> She sees, I think as soon as she sees that he has like Vince, I think that mm-hmm. is enough for her to like flip. Um, mm. uh, because she like just got hit back. So I think like at that point she is like full on rage running towards <laughs> This dude. I yeah. What are you? <laughs> exactly. 
what are you planning on doing once you get to him? Um, I think, like, literally just tackling him. <laughs> I don't even think she has uh, her knife out anymore. I think it's literally just, uh, like, go, rushing him. Go ahead and roll two, because you've got the, the fury about you. Okay, so that's a five and a three. <laughs> Um, you don't you like try to tackle him and you do make contact with him and kind of like wrestle him away from Vince but you don't get him on the ground so Vince is out of his grasp but he kind of like shoves you off of him so that's the but is that he is no longer holding Vince Uh, I am going to bless Sassy so two poo points Oh, the next thing that you do is basically oh, gonna spend, work, uh, <laughs> right? Points to yeah. use uh, un- unexpected expertise uh, and just look at these machines and go. Wait a minute. <laughs> she used to be a cat, yeah. and he turned her into into a human. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you did. Waste this two points. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, hear the info we were giving him. You, you do. You have an idea. You're not like a hundred percent how this works, but you I have get an these idea. Machines. I get what they do. I've seen this technology yeah. around. <laughs> well, anyway, I can't do anything else to help. Okay. Sassy, you're blessed. <laughs> Okay, so at this point, I think I'm just gonna take a sleep dart, and I'm gonna mm-hmm. I'm gonna be like, okay, if you're asleep, you can't hurt anyone, and I try to launch that at him with my shirt. yeah. Uh, roll roll one. It's a four. Yeah, it it goes into his neck, and he looks at you and says. Were you all ready? And then falls asleep. Um, When he falls to the ground, another door appears. Uh, Again, looking like Melody Investigation's door. Hmm. Can real mix messages here because knocking them out does seem. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I've been telling you. It feels like maybe some emotional confrontations were supposed to happen. (laughs) Like, it feels like we could do the emotional confrontations or just knock them out. (laughs) I think it's all about the tone you set up right at the beginning, and then you just have to keep playing that note. All right. (laughs) Play the rest of the song in that key. So, uh,. It doesn't take a real detective to try and figure out figure who's out up who's next. next. <laughs> Unless Frank's here and we didn't notice. It's me again, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> we find no. ourselves in a, in a lecture hall. Somebody's supposed to give a presentation on the culture they just found. <laughs> <laughs> but they don't know anything about it. And they're still and not wearing naked. any pants and yep. are fur covered in fur. <laughs> Uh, do you all yes. walk through the door? It has the same kind of black and that green kind of shimmer to it. Um, and as you all walk through, you walk into a pretty bare room. Um, the drywall is painted like kind of a pea yellow and there are no windows uh, and the door disappears behind oh, yeah. you. 
The only furniture in this room is a desk on top of which are four vials. One of them is tipped over on its side. But most of your attention is drawn to the man laying in the middle of the floor. You all see Detective Lucas Sampson wearing a beautiful three-piece suit. Unfortunately, the suit, as well as Sampson, are covered in blood with multiple stab wounds. A bloodied note is clutched in his hands, and leading away from the body to a blank wall are bloody boot prints. Whoa. A lot going on in here. (gasps) Wait, is Sampson really dead? Hold on, this is just a dream, although Vince is, like, really frazzled right now. All right, this is... Probably just in our mind. Let's quickly do what we do at punch this him. stage in the adventure. Him. Punch him. <laughs> Gather the information we have. Something is keeping us in our dreams, forcing us to confront nightmares. This is how we met. This is how we met Neff. But it's unlikely that she would force this upon us. Yeah, for what purpose? Exactly. So just a classic mystery is who profits from making us, forcing us to confront our own inner demons? Key Bene. Rick? I think, what? No. Like as some kind of weird bonding exercise? Did you like sign us up for an escape room? <laughs> Did you do this? No, no, I I didn't. I, I, I don't have escape room money. Okay. I'm going to because... This is my nature to try and solve what this particular mystery is, but I think the overarching mystery is who is doing this to us. And if we can get ahead of that, maybe we can stop jumping through their hoops. All right. Can I take a look at the boot prints? Yeah. Um, they are they are boot prints. You can roll uh, one to see if you notice anything about them. Hmm. I got a four. You see that these boot prints have the same tread as the boots that Rick Uh, is wearing. Hold on, I don't like the cut of this. Hold on, everybody. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I want to go look at the vials and attention to detail those. Is that okay? Oh, please don't have my name written on them. Um, I got a six. Sure. So these, uh, you pick up the first vial and look at it, and you can tell almost instantly this is these vials are filled with first one essence um all four of them are labeled the first one says michael the second one says anhur the third one says tear and then the last one which is tipped over on its side says sisyphus okay And I don't want to go look at... Hey, Brick? Yeah. Uh. Can I see your shoes? Uh, no. They're uh, heavy, and I'm wearing them. Uh, you, uh, mm. They're special to me. I got them in a... Uh, I, uh, they're my dad's boots. I'm going to kind of go over to um, Vince and, like, do some stuff with my face to be like, hey. Yeah. This is, yeah. Mm, yeah. Mm, okay. Boots. Him. I, did, I think he... Him. 
I'm gonna go over to Vince and like do some stuff with my face. He goes, Vince, my boots. Vince, these are my boots. <laughs> Vince, these are my boots. <laughs> uh, finally, I want to look at. How's tear spelled real fast? T Y R. Um, I want to walk over to Samson and um, no. punch him out. <laughs> Investigate the wounds. Yeah. Um, roll. Roll two. Four and a six. That's really good. Finally, rolling again. Yeah. Uh, the first thing you notice is that this is one of your suits. Okay. Um, the second thing that you see is that there are probably like upwards of 18 to 20 stab wounds on him, um, that look like they've been done roughly a few hours ago so that he's been dead for a few hours. Um, and then you do notice again, that kind of like bloody note that is clutched in his hands. Um, when you look at it written in blood, it says you'll never figure out who killed Lucas. So we're in a locked room and there's sort of a mystery here. Huh? So wait, if it's our biggest fears and this is something you can't solve, (sighs) but I can like, you know, like this is, I'm totally, I can, I can absolutely (laughs) solve this. I can, Tears, anger, <laughs> I, I think the point of it is that you can, no, and I guess you have so, to let that go. There's so many clues here, Sassy. You, there, there's got to be a way they all connect together. Well, one of them is my boots, you so I, I like the idea that we can't solve this one. Let's just punch this corpse and get the hell out of here. <laughs> but. There's names of angels, variety of theology at play, a complete locked room mystery, a red herring, multiple stab wounds. I I'm mean, the red herring, right? I am the red herring? Say I'm the, the red herring. You're the red herring. It's clearly <sighs> not you. You can't walk through walls. God. Well, I can, but everything falls down around me. <laughs> Somebody's wearing... I mean, who even... Samson's wearing my clothes. Somebody's wearing Rick's boots. There's got to be a connection. Is there a way I'm connected? Uh, just, I mean, hmm. Sisyphus is the one that fell down. Sisyphus is dead. Sisyphus is eternally po- pushing the boulder up the hill. Eternally pushing the boulder up the hill, stuck doing the same thing. Hmm. Seems like Vince, like, if you keep trying to solve the mystery, gathers like <laughs> gathers up his like. I. Vincent Melody cannot solve this case. I'm not smart enough to put these clues together. And a door appears. However, it's just a doorway. Um, And the doorway is made of sandstone and it is only blackness. You do not see that kind of like green shimmer that you've seen with the other ones. Punches himself in the face to knock himself out. So he never remembers. (laughs) (laughs) 
hey bud come on wow that was hard very good it's like it, it's so scary to think that, that, that something could happen to somebody i care about and i couldn't oh but okay all right all right keep going forward. i know but in a way in a way you just solved it and i wink at it <laughs> and then the door is like, and, and, no! and vince like winks back but then like with his other eye he's like looking back at the evidence and like but maybe <laughs> no. and the door goes back away <laughs> no, no just joking yeah. it stays open <laughs> shall we yeah stick our heads through mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, you all enter into this kind of just like blackness. And as you emerge, you walk into a dim kind of triangular room made of that same stand- sandstone. There are piles of junk everywhere. So some stuff is incredibly old looking, like scales and feather quills. Other stuff is newer, like there's a microwave and a cell phone. There's even like an entire pile of broken Roombas. And laying in the room, at first you you kind of like your your eyes glance over it and you think, oh, that's a dog, uh, about the size of a bloodhound. But then, as you actually like look at it, you realize that it's a small sphinx with a snake for a tail. It's laying down and is panting kind of like deeply in its sleep. Um, and there is a door past the sphinx that looks like a Melody Investigations door from about three quarters up, but the bottom quarter is made of marble. Hmm. All right, if I know anything about sphinxes, and I don't, they want us to solve (laughs) riddles. All right, solving things, I'm back. (laughs) Okay, yeah, and I kind of, like, keep my voice down. Oh, yeah, sorry. I'm like, okay, maybe, maybe I could... If we just bust open the top half of that door, we can just go. We don't wake up this guy. Rick makes a good point. If like the Sphinx, I I do what? The ultimate combination of the three of us, for it's from an ancient civilization, which Rick knows. It's cat-like, like sassy, and it has riddles for me. Oh, that's that's wild. Yeah. It's almost that's like... Re- that's really thoughtful. Whoever wrote this really cares about our characters and really put their lot into this. It's a wonderful <laughs> first arc for them that portends many fun personal adventures in the future. I'd rather have something about gnomes, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, gnomes would yeah. have been the superior first choice. Yeah, of course. Uh, <laughs> okay. But, but Rick's point, we have a choice to sneak by it, but then we'd have to get to the door or we could try to confront it and maybe by faith confronting it we will it, the bottom third will change hmm. well what we're supposed to wake it up <laughs> we could have our cake and eat it too um sassy you could sneak around and try to get to the door while rick and i confront it uh, the cake didn't turn out very well oh no the ganache yeah, well, it turned out it was caramel or something like that. <laughs> well, in that case, I guess we'll have our snake and eat it, too. Boo. All right. Let's, let's wake it up. I don't care if I live or die. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to just kind of, like, walk past it quietly. Is there anything else in this room? There's a yeah, ton of stuff. Oh, There's junk, right? Like, 
Yeah, just a bunch of junk. Mm-hmm. Anything shiny? Sure, yeah. When I, when I feel like Sassy's at her most critical <laughs> juncture of like sneaking past, like getting past the line, that's when I'm going to approach the Sphinx, Sphinx and says, Excuse me, we appear to be lost. It kind of like looks up and it goes, Wait. Ugh. Anhur? No. I, no, I'm... And then it like looks around. Um, sassy, roll roll two to see how sneaky you are. Okay. I should have used my food points. Okay, so I got a one and a two. Okay. Uh, uh, yes, but. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, the Sphinx kind of like is opening its eyes and it says... I. And looks around and goes, okay, so there are three here, but I can only see two of you. And are you are you a first one? Yeah, I mean, yes, I am. I knew it. I get all I get all the like I get all the war first ones confused. Right. So it, sorry about that. I don't like to think of myself as a war one. As a matter of fact, I like to see myself as the end of war, the the, the triumph that leads to peace, victorious. Great. Okay. And he kind of like rolls his eyes. <laughs> um, well, I'm Tutu. Uh, and I think you all might be in trouble. You said you expected three of us. Who told you to expect three of us? Oh, nobody. I just know there are three of you here. I just, uh, there's one of you okay. I can't see. Um, and what trouble would that be coming from? Oh, <laughs> that would be from a snake goddess. Interesting. Okay. Um, I, oh, oh, you're, you're the ones that she hangs out with, right? I think I know what's happening. All right. So, yes, we are they. Okay. Um, yeah. So she probably asked for help and you all got brought into her dreamscape mm-hmm. with her. But this is... It is different. This is this is real. You all know that, really? right? Mm-hmm. This is like this is fake, but it's real. Like you all are you all are are doing stuff well, right now. Quickly, am I quickly look around this pile of junk for a top of some sort uh, and attempt to spin it? <laughs> <laughs> um, it spins and then it does okay. fall back. <laughs> oh, uh oh! Do I make it to the door? Uh, yeah, you're at the door. You can open it if you would like. I can actually open the door. Mm-hmm. Yep. The bottom half, the bottom fourth is like heavier, but it's still on a thing to open. Oh, I kind of just like wave right. at at Vince and them, and I I point at the door, and I'm like, "What? Well, I suppose we will just... continue on to find our snake goddess friend. Do you have any words of wisdom?" Uh, yeah, sure. Well, well, do you want words or do you want stuff? Because I can give you stuff because really I like you all should fight. Well, fight or just get rid of this snake goddess somehow. Cool. I will. Abs- you can give us weapons, tools. Yeah, they're only going to work like while you're in this kind of like dreamscape situation. But yeah, I can give you some like a dream some stuff. Yeah, I would like sure. to be able to imagine fire out of my hands. 
Yeah, that's not the kind uh, of stuff I can do. Um, hold on. And the Sphinx kind of like is walking around. Uh, Sassy, are you still trying not to be seen? Or uh, I think at this point I'm like, y'all, this Sphinx seems chill <laughs> as hell. <Yeah. laughs> I'd be overly cautious on this one. Uh, oh, there you are. Okay, cool. Um, here. And the Sphinx like is rooting around in these junk piles and throws uh, a compass over its shoulder. Mm-hmm. Throws a hat like a fedora over its shoulder, uh, throws a notebook, and then uh, grabs a coin, and then walks over to it and it goes, okay, here's your stuff right now. Um, who wants what? Uh, I mean, I'll take the compass, I guess. It's a primo adventure okay. gear right there. There you go. You got the compass. Hat or notebook, Sassy. Okay. I mean, I wouldn't be caught dead in a fedora. I guess I'll take it. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, I was you thinking of a trilby. Yeah, Fedoras exactly. But cool. everyone, there's but a difference right between a hat and a, and a trilby, a fedora, a fedora and a trilby. A fedora is more like what Indiana Jones wears. Whoa, now, hold on. Now, I don't know if I want the stupid fucking compass. <laughs> too late. Oh, too late. damn it. I guess I'll take the notebook. I don't know. We're going to get into some crunchy stuff Ooh. real quick, if that's cool. Um, these also like to shout out these magical items were uh, suggested by people on our Discord. Um, so I, there are some things that are are pretty much what they are, and there are other things that I've kind of like changed around. Um, but these are all ideas that have been uh, given from Discord uh, people. So thank you all for being on our Discord. Um, the Sphinx looks at the compass and goes, okay, uh, that's called the humor compass. So with that, um, you're going to kind of control the one of the four humors in a human being. Um, and so you look at it and the the north has blood written under it. East has yellow bile written under it. South has black bile written under it, and phlegm is written under west. You have to remind me of that a lot. (laughs) And uh, and Tutu says, so if you point it north at someone, uh, you're going to make them, like, really happy. No matter what mood they're in, they'll, they'll, like, get happy. If you point it east, they'll be angry. If you point it south, they'll be sad. And if you point it west they'll just become, like, apathetic. Like, they won't really care. Um, and you can do it, like, once a day or before it needs to recharge. Nice. Um, oh, that fedora. Nice. Uh, yeah, with that one, um, that's the wise guy hat. So with that, uh, you can think about something, and then if you don't really remember it, you can get a better chance <laughs> to remember it. So... Uh, what that means is it'll let you re-roll a dice if you are doing like a knowledge check on right. something. So if you're wanting to know about something, um, you can put that on and re-roll uh, that. And it works once per knowledge check. So you can't Keep just give it to Anything everybody. And, really yeah. <laughs> um, he looks at the notebook. He goes, Oh, that's a good one. That's called the incognito notebook. Ooh. Um, you can write somebody's name inside of it 
And then for about like 30 minutes, you can take on the appearance of Whoa. that person. Oh, I'm um, so glad I got the notebook. That's amazing. It does. It, it does take about an hour to kind of recharge the magic, uh, just as a heads up. Oh, incredible. Um, and then there's this one. I don't know who to give it to. I guess you guys could like uh, uh, trade it off or whatever. Um, but this is this is the this is a lucky coin. Um, and so what happens with a lucky coin is if you flip it, you roll a dice, and if it's evens, you get an extra foo Ooh. point. If it's odds, nothing okay. happens. Um, and that's flippable once per adventure. Can I, can I just see that real quick? <laughs> I flip yeah, it. Yeah, sure, here. <laughs> <laughs> it's an even. Yeah. You, you got a foo point. <laughs> I also, uh, as this is happening, I would like to give Sassy a foo point for figuring out that it's a, um, it was an unsolvable yeah. mystery. <laughs> She's a good detective now. <laughs> Nathan, I can't tell you how satisfying it is to hear you confirm it is an unsolvable mystery. <laughs> 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 I don't I don't want to be uh, like, did he have like a side path if I did so? You know, like like I know that's what I was supposed to say, but was there like a side thing if I picked up a clue? You know, like yeah a little tasty nugget there's got to be something yeah exactly it's so nice i can sleep now tonight so thank you for that Uh, i'm glad i'm glad that i could do that for you cj um he goes okay well uh that's your help um get my girl back okay like help help me out i'm gonna be kind of disappointed if we leave here without a riddle if i'm being honest I, I listen. I'm I'm not that kind of sphinx. I got a I got a snake tail. I'm you a different maybe sphinx. You're making assumptions about cultures that ended your archaeological career. No, it was knocking down That's a huge true. ass fucking <laughs> temple. <laughs> it had nothing to do with that. It was the knocking down the temple. So before, you just gotta. Sometimes you just gotta leave shit alone. So just leave shit alone. The you assumption know? I made was that the big ass temple wouldn't fall down. I was wrong. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. Please rate and review us on iTunes. Your reviews help other people find our show. If you enjoyed the show, consider supporting us and all the great shows on Arcade Audio by going to patreon.com slash arcade audio. There, you can talk to the performers on our secret Discord server, get a postcard from your favorite character, or dope Lakeshore and Limbo merch. Write to us on Twitter at lakeshorelimbo or at lakeshoreandlimbo at gmail.com. Sassy is played by Tina Arfay. Find her on Twitter at Tina2Cats. Vincent was played by CJ Tour. You can find him on Twitter at CJ Tour. Rick was played by James Harvey Freely. Find him on Twitter at James H. Freely. Everyone else was played by me, Nathan Kaplan. Find me on Twitter at Nathan Kaplan. This work is based off Foo, the freeform universal RPG, found at NathanRussell.net slash Foo by Nathan Russell and licensed for our use under the Creative Commons Attribution 3.0 unported license. Our cover art is by Megan McCune. You can see her work at artstation.com slash snippersar. Our theme music was created by John Monteverde. You can find his work at johnmonteverde.com.
Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at ArcadeAudio.net.